Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is Off the Turnbuckle. We are back with um, the second of our WrestleMania, um, essentially preview conversation podcast uh, leading up to we WrestleMania. We call that a four-parter. Let's, let's, let's do that. Like, okay. This is a special time. Uh-huh. We, we do four episodes, yes. All right. three so, in the lead up, so one after. We'll call it the quad board then. There we go. So ah, we, are I doing, like that. I like that. we are doing the WrestleMania quad board, and this is episode two or part two of that series. And this conversation is all about the bloodline. Um and you know this story kind of traces its roots back to summer of 2020 or 2021 i feel like it's 20 i think it is 20 i feel like it is 2020 i feel like we 2021 22 yeah because he got he got two years last year so yeah he's had the he's had the belt for two and a half years so this story dates back to the summer and fall of 2020 um this was roman reigns coming back from covid covid, COVID right. right this was post right because when he came back from the leukemia scare there was um a lot of baby facing that happened yeah and then there was that's COVID. Why, that's why i feel like the bloodline story is a bit like it started two years ago but the idea of what the bloodline is and what it represents is literally the story of Roman's career. Because when you look at it on its face, mm-hmm. the character that he is now is what he what he is. That that is Roman. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the heir apparent yeah. to yeah. The, 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 the Samoan dynasty. Mm-hmm. The he's, the heir, he's the he's the heir apparent. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it in that context, we've tried to do everything with Roman. Except let him be who he is. Mm-hmm. Vince tried literally everything. It's the hardest thing they ever could do. You see, and I don't know if this was something that was planned or if it was something that just happened, but the idea of the bloodline and the tribal chief is the story of Roman's, Roman Reigns' yeah. entire career from NXT straight up to now. I think you may have had some fighting from Paul Heyman too on that end. Boy, if you, if you, like, boy, hey, if you read some of the dirt sheets and see some of the interviews that Paul has done, it, it literally goes back to his time when he was even in... It was in WCW at the FCW. time. FCW? Yeah. His time with Rikishi. I think they were the head shrinkers. Mm-hmm. He was oh, the... He was the... Back then. Yeah, he was oh, the yeah, manager. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, no. They... Oh, they oh, yeah. So so this is the thing. So, okay, two things. I don't I don't want to miss adding on to your earlier point. Um, wrestling and wrestling characters have always worked best when you take what a guy is naturally, and you turn it up to 11. So Stone Cold is a mm-hmm. beer-drinking Texan who likes to drive around on ATVs yeah. and, yeah. and you know, chug down a couple of drinks and just have a good time, you know, kick people down the throat. That, like, that's that's who he is. The Rock was what he was when he turned into that Rock persona. It was who Dwayne Johnson was turned up to 11. We've always seen that that's where wrestlers kind of make the best version of themselves is basically being themselves but with the volume turned up and right. the knob ripped off, right? Um, and so I just wanted to add that on to your, to your first point in terms of um, allowing Roman to basically be who he is um, and then kind of going from there. And I do think one of the interesting things, kind of going to your second point, 
is that this story, the, the connection between Paul Heyman and the Anawai family dates back decades, right? Um, which can't be missed. The importance of that can't be missed. And then even now, as we're getting towards, you know, what appears to be kind of the 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 tailing the tail end of what the bloodline is or the bloodline as we know it, the connection between um Heyman and Dusty, and therefore Heyman and Cody, and also the interplay between Roman's relationship with Dusty, and therefore yeah. Roman, by extension, his relationship with Cody. Cody. And I think that's one of the things that has been at the root of this story from every angle, from every turn, is that there's so much history to be drawn from, to be built upon. And I don't know that you could have necessarily done all of this say if Roman was in year two of his career on the main roster, right? Mm. I think that to some degree, you don't get this version of Roman without what we got in the first four, five, six, how much ever years it was of his run. Y'all can hate me for saying this. And I mean, let me just say it for the record. The port is normally run and manned by Alexis on the boards and in the staring of the conversation. <laughs> but I could take it, pardon the pun, I could take the reins for this one a bit. Because there's three points I want us to cover specifically Fair. talking All about right. this Bloodline podcast. The first is this. You touched on it a bit, and that's why I wanted to do it here. If we got this version of Roman, you said year two, I'm going to go from square. Square one. Mm -hmm. The first incarnation of Roman, <clears throat> mm -hmm. not the shield. Why don't you think he would have been as good as he is now? I think Roman... So Okay, so there's two things. I think... If you had the exact same presentation with Paul Heyman as um, the mouthpiece and whatnot, he essentially is Brock. He's not Roman. He's just the next Brock. He's the next muscle yeah, that. Um, that doesn't necessarily speak that is attached to the hip of Paul Heyman that he that Heyman wields around as a weapon to be directed to his will and, and, and fancy, right? Much in the same way that he wielded ECW guys back in, in his ECW days. Um, and I also think that, that who Raymond, who Raymond, who Roman is on the mic, I don't know that he would have developed. We, we say no. that Heyman is the mouthpiece, but Roman has elevated his mic game a lot in this run. Mm -hmm. And I think, relying 100% because this is what they would have had to have done. Right. They would have had to have relied 100% on Paul Heyman if this was the character out the gate, right? And I think in some ways it would have stunted the overall growth of Roman Reigns. I think that much in this, it's, it's very interesting the, the parallels between the fans' reaction to what he was presented as post-Shield and pre um leukemia let's go to that because i think that was actually when it shifted really mm -hmm. yes it um yeah but that that the the fan perception of him was very much similar to the blue chipper version of rocky maivia right which is you're presenting me this clean cut white meat baby face that's a nice um and yeah we don't want that and much in the same way when Rock was being presented as that, we were coming out of the Hulk Hogan era, right? And so it's like, yeah, we don't want that same thing. And so in the same way, if you're presenting Roman, they were presenting Roman as the heir apparent to John Cena, which was, you know, the white mate, the white meat baby face who had been there for 15 years in that role. But that's not what he came into the main roster as. No, no, no. no, that, no, no but that's why... He had the lead on. No, and he okay, definitely, they yeah. definitely protected 
him to some degree, even with the mic Which, stuff, by having him paired with... Sorry, bit. Even the, the add to your point, even with the shield, he was the muscle. So he still took on that he would have... Like you said, if he came out, but we knew he was. But we knew, we but we knew, no, but we knew he was Beyonce. Let's not, let's not, let's not mess around. We knew that Vince was Matthew Knowles and Roman Reigns was on. Hold on, hold on. In that manner, we did not know Roman was Beyonce, and I'm gonna tell you why. If you look at the context in which the Shield was brought up to the main roster. It was a navigation at the time to try and shift the mold of what WWE was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you remember, CM Punk was there. John Cena and CM Punk had the feud. Brian was there. All yeah. of that was going on at that time. Mm-hmm. And they brought them up as the whole idea of being the future of the company. Right. right. And it Together. was all on the pitch that Seth Rollins was the guy at the time. He wasn't. He was. He wasn't. He was. He wasn't. I, I can make an argument that he it was more. It was Dean because Dean was the one in the group who had the single championship. Make, I can make an argument that it was Dean. Who had the tie team belts? I can definitely go back to NXT. Who had the tie team belts? Go back to NXT. When they debuted, no, I get your point. I understand that when they split the group, it was Dean. No, no, when they split the group, it was Seth. Right. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, when they it, split the group, in, it uh, was set. Right. But in, in the, the iteration of the group of what it was, Dean was the guy yes. because Dean was the one with the singles title. This yes. is how factions work in WWE. It, it huh? This is not. This is not for debate. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to yeah, debate you on no. this. When you go back was, to when you go back to DX, uh-huh. who had the singles title? Sean. And in the second iteration, Triple H. And then who had the tag titles? Uh, well, would we call them what? Billy Gunn and... Yeah, the New yeah, Age Outlaws. Dogs. The, road dogs, right. the oh, New Billy Age Dogs. Outlaws. Outlaws. Oh. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> this, is not, this is not the ass boys. I'm sorry. Or the I'm gun sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. New Age Outlaws. So, the New Age Outlaws. We... That is that is how you present uh-huh. it. It's always that. When tag yeah. teams break up, you always know. Because when Sean and Marty Jannetty broke up, Sean was the one who got put into t- into singles title picture. Right. No. When, see, when Dawkins okay. and, I understand and, and Ford. Hold on. So, hold on. I understand where the confusion coming in. When I'm talking about them debuting, what I mean to say is Roman had more to offer the company than any one of those other guys did. So he was, us, the, he was the youngest. Exactly. Yeah. But and he was us, homegrown. To and, us. And a prototype. To us, to wrestling people yeah. all around the world, he was the Beyonce. But to the general persons watching the entire thing, Seth was always the guy that the hub was built around. You see where I'm coming from? So that's why to the people watching the show day to day, Seth was more of the guy. Go ahead, make your point. During I, wait, during, during the, the run she, of the, the shield, shield, Dean was the guy. Dean, Dean was wow. definitely the guy. They did not make how Seth you, the guy. They did not. I do not agree on that. The, like, the chair shot heard around the, the world. So, so okay, y'all, y'all can accept this as the fact that chair shot made Seth. No, no, chair shot no. was the decision point at which this is going to be the person that we pull out of the right. shield to be the that's, one to get the run first. The no, but that is what actually okay. happened. It's not. That's when it was okay. It's not. But that Dean, that but was set, yes set is the because one. up until that point, Dean was, was the one in singles matches. So Dean was the one who can had any the of you guys recall the storyline that forced the actual breakup of the shield? So it was. There wasn't any storyline. They made that up out of thin air. No, keep. There was no justification. No, it was it was um, evolution uh-huh. versus the shield. Right, and there was, a, I think it was two or three matches that they had against each other. Yeah, this the raw that the chair time. shot happened was right. literally the night after a pay per view in which the shield had beaten evolution, and 
Triple H came out and said, you always have to have a plan B. And that's when Seth hit Roman Boom. with the chair. And what, what was the part of the story the entire time in the Evolution food, in the Evolution feud? That they was the old dudes. Randy and... Randy and, and Batista. And Triple H was trying to say that one of these guys would have to elevate to do what? Carry the company. That right. was the whole point. That was the entire focus of no, Revolution. No, what I'm saying is... Right, I, I get that. But you realize that in the presentation of the Shield up until... So, okay, so I'll take it, no, I will take it a step back. To Cardo's point, uh-huh. the chair shot can't be the start. The feud with Evolution, though, was the start. Which, which took some time. Yeah. No, but the, the Shield existed, for, I think, for a year and a half and two years before the feud with Evolution. There was a lot. They had the feud with um with the Wyatt family. Wyatt family. They had the initial uh, thing around CM Punk well, with the title and Ryback. Right. So they they were around for a year to two years in in without the engagement with Evolution. And during that two year run, Dean Ambrose was the guy because he was yeah. the most experienced from the Indies that came in. And Roman Seth had was, the tie, was, titles. That Cardo, decision was not... Cardo, Cardo, Cardo. Anyway, we got to talk about the bud line. That's a whole separate podcast we have to do. But bringing it back to the reason we have in this conversation. If we had Roman from the onset presented as the uh, as such, the heir apparent to everything we know and respect the Noah family to be, uh-huh. you don't think it would have been a better version than, as y'all call him, the muscle in the shit? Because that's the... That's the... That's so, the... Well, that's my so, we I, so I, 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 take, I take this stance on something like this, right? Yeah. I feel like adversity is a necessity to getting to something like the character we have now out of okay. Roman Reigns, right? Okay. So in the same way, if The Rock was The Rock from me first came out, I'm not sure that The Rock would have been what The Rock was. I think getting such a strong definitive negative reaction and forcing you to scratch your head and be like, well, what the hell do we do? But see, we can't say that for Roman because Roman, the rock was a situation that happened in the space of a year. We brought this guy. He's supposed to be this. It's not being accepted by he the got injured. He got injured and we had mm. to pivot. Right. Roman was this guy. He got injured. He went away for yes. a while. He came back and he was always still Roman. We're going to put him in mini after mini Title shot after title shot after. But that He's was going to win the Shield. The Shield run, they were all popular. That whole entire group was popular. Romans didn't get pushed back until they started trying to force feed Roman down. Now, I will say this. If they started his singles run post-Shield as the tribal chief, I look at that differently. If they had brought him out on his own as a as a Paul Heyman muscle instead of debuting him with the Shield, mm. I think that would have been a challenge. However, I do think that if the Shield breakup was he was joining forces with Paul Heyman and turning into Tribal Chief, that would have been quite fine. I think we would have gotten the same thing that we have now. Because, but I do think to some degree what he was in FCW NXT and then the Shield run, he wasn't ready in any way, shape, or form for what he is now. But I do think. Having that pivot point at the Shield breakup is different. I cannot see Roman being the tribal chief and being being what he is and the success that he's had if that was his debut. And even to go off your point as well, and here's, here's my my take on it, right? And because you're saying like, he was Baby Brock instead of Baby yeah, Cena, and it goes to show that sometimes I've stuff has to align at a certain point. Right. Because not to their discredit as well. I don't feel Roman works as well if we don't have the version of the Usos that we have now Bing. as well. Bing. So if you because started early, you 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 eliminate that important s- element that you have with him being the tribal chief. And, and, the and I will, I will and, speak to that point. And even so, well, go ahead, I go ahead. And even going further than that, 
his initial coming back off leukemia, he went straight at Braun and Bray. So it was a quick heel turn. So you just came off getting this massive. No, it was off of COVID. It wasn't. It wasn't leukemia. He came back off of leukemia, had a, uh-huh. a baby face run, and I think that was when Dean no. turned on him. No, no, no. no. I think it was COVID before leukemia. No. No, you're right. You're right. It was he because took Dean time off during gone. COVID. Uh-huh. Right. Because, because of, but it was um, short, but right. it was because short, of the it was risk. Short, yeah. So what happened was uh-huh. so let's fact, get that's our, when we found out that yeah. he had So right. let's get our facts straight. Okay. Right. He came out on a Monday night raw and announced all of that. Sorry, Dean turned on Seth. So they were doing almost like a mini shield reunion, right. and yeah. he basically was like, "Look, I got to take time yes. off." Blah blah blah. That was this is all yes. pre-COVID, right? Yeah. Dean was still with the company. That was that led into the second iteration of the Dean Seth feud, where Dean was the heel and Seth was the face, mm-hmm. and and I think that ultimately led to Seth becoming yeah. the face, having the belt, and then going against Bray later on. That that was that whole run, right? And then with COVID, because I think he had come back after that. He because it was the big promo of. I'm I'm fine, y'all. Right. I'm in remission, I, y'all. That was the phrase. Yes, I'm right. in rem, in remission, right. and y'all. And he came back as a face. Normally. And yeah, then the they, problem uh, was because okay. yeah, of right. everything yes. around COVID and the potential complications of him having yeah. been survived leukemia twice, right. they pulled him off of the road because they were concerned. Yeah. And when he returned from COVID settling down to whatever degree it would have been settled by the middle of 2020, but when he when it came back, that was when he came back in the the early stage of what, of what uh-huh. we now know as the tribal yeah. chief. Um, so, yeah, I think that that... Sorry, you were making a point. Yeah, so at least <laughs> what, what I was getting at is that at that point with him, before he made that heel turn, uh-huh. he came off, like you said, he came off leukemia, he had COVID. He was getting babyface reaction. He right, was actually getting appropriate babyface reaction. Bing, bing. So it's like, there's no way we, we at that point, at least... Thinking it's like, well, there's no way they're gonna turn him at this point because okay, you have the sympathy, you have the actual babyface reaction, but then it happened, and then the, the turn occurred, and I feel like without, even though they're unfortunate events, those events help to make the heel turn that more significant. Right, right? because and, and, and because more, more you know how crazy that is. They had been trying yeah. to get this dude appropriate babyface chase right. for years. They had they had a sympathy yeah. path to it because yeah. of the leukemia thing. And when they pulled him because of concerns over his health and all of that, they decided to bring him back as a full-blown heel. Like, like full-blown heel. No, right? I mean, they were forced all the time because who was was holding the belt? That was the... No, it wasn't Bray. It was... What's your boy name, man? But he fell on the the car. No, Drew. Drew didn't have the belt. Drew, Drew belt, yeah. when did Drew have the belt? Roman came back and he eventually had to fight Drew for the belt, right? No, no, Drew, Drew fought him for the belt. Yeah, you After sure? He already had the belt. Yeah, for a while. he wanted in. Remember, he wanted the triple threat with Bray and Braun. He, he didn't Drew win the belt during the first like closed out meeting. He won it from Brock. Yes, and then yeah. eventually, and he took it for a year. Yeah, right, and, and he, then well, not a year, full year, because he dropped it to Roman at some point that year. No, he didn't drop the belt to Roman. Roman won the belt off of a three-way between him, Bray, and Braun. That was the universal. That was the universal belt. And then he won the other belt off of Brock. Last WrestleMania. Right. He's only had both belts for going on a year now. I know. But yeah, I'm trying yeah. to figure out the timeline during COVID. Because I remember there was a huge stretch with no fans when all yeah, we yeah, had yeah. to rely on was... Drew. 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 Yeah, Drew. Right. Drew. So, the, the rumble at which Drew won 
and then beat Brock in the 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 NXT arena, basically. The empty, the, the empty, 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 empty full sale. Oh, no, it was the empty Tampa. stadium, right? Yeah. The empty, empty Tampa stadium. He beat Brock um, for was that the Universal? It was Universal. At the yeah. So he beat Brock for the Universal title. Drew. I'm pretty sure it was at SummerSlam. He dropped the belt. No, Roman beat Bray. And it Bra- was Bray a versus Braun. Somebody pull it off. Braun Somebody won a title off. from Drew. Because this, this, this would lead into the next point. The idea of why was it necessary to put right? It was a no holds barred triple threat match where he won the Universal title. There was a second reign after that. So that was the, that was his first belt as the heel. As yeah, the, heel. the Fiend had the Universal it. Championship. Is it. It. So Bray still had the belt post winning it from Seth, and they didn't know how the hell to get the belt off of Bray. That was the problem. That was the problem. So now, which title did Drew have? Because Drew beat. That means he didn't have the, he had, he he had the, the WWE. WWE title. Yeah. I can't believe we 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 actually doing research on the part. But this is what happens when you <laughs> hey, don't part do, do. for this long. <laughs> yep. But yeah, yeah. the idea of the story is this. WWE Championship. So he beat Brock for the WWE Championship in 2021. That was two years ago. Yes. So that would have been... That would have been... Roman would have had the Universal title at that point. Right. So Who the I, hell did Roman fight at that mania for the title? Who I'm pretty it? sure he... he in, he never he, beat Drew for the title. No, he he beat, beat Drew for the title like at a random no. pop-up, bro. He beat Brock's. He held the Universal Championship. No, no. We pulled no, we pulled it. Okay, so research finally being completed. Again. Um <laughs> so where where we've landed is Goldberg was supposed to fight Roman for the WWE title at Mania. Roman disappeared because of COVID. They put Braun in the spot. Braun beat Goldberg for the WWE title. Right. At that same mania, Drew beat Brock, Brock for the Universal Championship. Um, and then at SummerSlam, Bray beat Braun to gain the WWE Championship. And then at the following pay-per-view, which was Payback, Roman signed a contract on the stage during the match, right. making it but a triple threat, the and then detail, that was the heel turn. No, because he, he aligned with Paul Heyman in between his return and winning the title at Payback. Right. But then because what ended up happening, the key, the key period through all of this, and why it's important to mention the Brock versus Drew feud is, that's what led Paul Heyman to be without Brock Lesnar. Correct. He yes. had nobody to represent. Yes. And, and I think returned. that was when Brock's contract was up. Yes. And what ended up happening is Paul Heyman returned at SummerSlam to be the beckoning call for Roman Reigns under the new gimmick. Right. The head of the table, the tribal chief, chief, what he then uh-huh. became. And that's when it took off. Right. So it brings us to this point. How critical is Paul Heyman, given everything we know, to what now is the tribal chief? He's the glue. He's yeah. He's very, it's very if not the glue, he's the he's the he's the, the 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 rocket thrusters that that put the tribal chief into space, right? He he elevated yeah. what Roman Reigns was. And I I think the the so there's two components to this. It's the Paul Heyman component, which you can't run away from, right? And and Heyman is 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 a linchpin 
of what the tribal chief has become. But it also, and I'm not sure, maybe this is getting to your third point, but I think it's also critical to have the conversation around this is potentially what John Cena, a John Cena heel turn could have been, right? At the height of what would have been babyface John Cena, they never they never pulled the trigger on the heel turn, but they decided to pull the trigger on the heel turn for Roman. And they did it by aligning him with Paul Heyman, who is just like the perfect person to align somebody with for that type of a turn. Um, you allowed it to cover... Now, granted, I, know, I think what they said was he had done some some acting classes and some things like that while he was off with the COVID stuff going on, he had actually, he got the veneers, right? He got his, came back with his teeth yeah, real yeah. white, real clean, real straight. Um, and, <laughs> and then he also had been doing some, some I, from what I remember, some acting classes yeah. during that time frame. Um, and it, it just, it was a complete transformation of who he was even on the mic. So even as much as Heyman was the mouthpiece, it still wasn't the same as it was when Heyman was the mouthpiece for the next big thing, Brock Lesnar, yeah. right? Roman still had the ability to speak fairly confidently on his own. Now, I will say, obviously, even with the Cody feud, you still see that the Heyman-Cody promo still, to me, has more of a resonance than yeah. even when, you know, Roman made the comment that, you know, he was... Dust, the, he was the, the son Dusty Dusty always wanted, wanted right? right? Even and because he never spoke about Dusty Cody. Never spoke about Cody. Cody right. And granted, he's capable of delivering those lines now in a way that you feel it. But obviously, if you have... Who is the... I mean, it's, it's Heyman. Heyman is going to carry the talking in any feud in, in that regard, right? Um, but it is... You, you cannot run away from Heyman being a critical component to this run. And I think if at any point you pull Heyman from it, it's an entirely different animal. I do also agree to Javon's point in terms of when in the career it happened, because there was a picture that floated around this week because, you know, they're talking about the history of all of this. There's a picture of post shield pre leukemia Roman in a, in a, in a, um, uh, Six man tag with Us- with the Usos when they were still in their colorful and they used to do all the ah when uh, they came out on the yeah, stage yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, chanting yeah. thing right um yeah that wouldn't have flown no that Absolutely would not, not have flown that would have Absolutely flown better not. if the Shield was him and the Usos okay now it brings me to my third of four major points on this discussion this man said he had three points on these yeah no no, no, no the now, fourth one now. is the conclusion okay, so yeah. it'll be the third <laughs> point Fair. but then the fourth will be the conclusion Fair. the Usos. We know them as the legendary tag team. We know them as the sons of Rikishi. We know them to be, you know, a part of this, again, dynasty of Samoan wrestlers. Mm -hmm. How critical have they been to not only the development of the tag division, but now the development of the bloodline? So, if you go back to post post him winning the belt from Bray, in what became a triple threat match between him, Bray, and Braun. The first feud he had was with... With Jay. Jay. Yes. Right? And I was so, that. Yes. I think he had yes. Jimmy... He was trying to get Jimmy as... Because uh, I think Jimmy This is was, when he wanted to assemble the family. Right. right. So yeah. Jimmy, I think, was out injured. Yeah. And it was Jay versus Roman. And the culmination of that was a Hell in a Cell match where... Or was it... It was a Hell in a Cell match because even though the the methodology of the end of the match was a little wonky, mm-hmm. but it was a Hell in a Cell match, and Jimmy came in to try and you know calm things down, 
No, yeah. he didn't come in the calm things. Now Roman was trying to beat Be- Jay into it, it, saying submission. submission to actually right. acknowledge him. That, right. That's when he first got that term. Right. right. So he wanted Jay to acknowledge him as the head tribal, of the family. Right. The tribal chief. And he beat him into it. And Jimmy had to come out and basically say, "I acknowledge you. Okay, Just stop beating this dude." No, yeah, but that's not what. If I remember correctly, what actually what, wasn't it that Roman then put Jimmy in the rear naked choke. Yeah, and after, yeah, after yeah, Jimmy after told him, right, right. I acknowledge but, you just right, stopped beating Jay. Jay and he was like, I don't want it from you. He wanted I it from him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, so there's a couple of things, right? That's an important view. Um, very important view. Jay, I don't think we talk enough about main event Jay Uso. Mm. I think okay. that, and I, I, here's the thing. I think that you could dissolve the bloodline and run feuds between matches and feuds between Roman and Jay, Roman and Solo. Absolutely. And you could get another year out of internal fighting yes. amongst that group of four men, yes. right? Um, I think that in much the same way that Sami Zayn has proven that he could carry a world championship and be championship material at that level, I think Jey Uso has done the same. I think there are specific beats in this story that would have fallen flat if it not were for the family. So, like, again, if yes. this was the tribal more, more chief... More than the family. But if this was the tribal chief and it was random two wrestlers that were not in the Anawai family, it would have fallen completely flat. Right. Yeah. But I also think it, it proves that it's not just because they're family. It's because... Those two men have elevated what we thought they were capable of, especially yeah. Jay. And I think that's why, even if we got Sammy versus Jay as a one-on-one at WrestleMania, I would even be more interested in that than the tag match. I understand we're coming to the point of if we're dissolving the bloodline, it all breaks yeah, down. They lose all it. of the belts. Yes, that's the story. But I do think that in another world, you could have Sammy versus Jay as a one-on-one match. And they would tear the friggin' house down. See, and this is why it was important to set up those three mm-hmm. points before we right. explode into this. Because if you look at the building blocks of us accepting the fact that if we got this Roman, this version of Roman early on in his career, why everything that we saw in the middle, the growing pains, were actually essential to this character. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. understand now this why Paul Heyman is so important mm-hmm. and his yeah. development with this family, mm-hmm. his development with Roman is so this important. History. And now we see why the Uso is such a critical piece to this the entire thing. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you bring it all together, my question is this, is this the greatest story ever told? Is this the greatest faction that have ever, that has Ooh. ever existed? That's a so, good question. So I will say this, I, I will question. speak to the faction point, right? And, I and was, now I, I I want to be a part of the debate. We got all the the the, the layers on the floor, and I'm gonna start it oh, by saying man. this: I feel like this is the greatest faction that's ever existed. I feel that this is the greatest, and you know how I feel about Sting's run. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel wow. about Taker's run. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about DIY and NXT. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the greatest wrestling story ever told. Okay, so let's let's split those out. Mm-hmm. So let's look at greatest faction, right? I it depends on what you value in a faction. Go ahead. Right? Be here for it. So if your value is that your faction is made up of an individual and a tie team, then they are 
You just the, tell me a whole speech about how Jimmy has elevated himself no, to no. be me an event. Yes. Sorry, not Jimmy. Jay, how Jay, Jay has Jay. elevated no, no, me, himself. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So if your evaluation of what makes a great faction and a legendary faction is based on the fact that you have a singles wrestler with a tie team holding belts, right? There is no comparison. They are head and shoulders yeah. above any faction that's ever existed. If you take it from the standpoint of moving people, it might be too early for them to move into the greatest faction ever. If you're evaluating it from the standpoint of world champions that have come out of the group, right? Mm, so if you take the faction as an elevation tool to, to world champion status level, the shield has to take. Right? Because you have Seth, multiple mm-hmm. world championship runs. Dean, multiple world championship runs. Roman, multiple championship runs. And the longest run of the modern era. Right? I think Evolution would be a very close second because of those four men. You have to include Rick. Right? right? So you have Hunter with 14 or 15. You have Rick with 16. You have Randy, I think, with 12 or 13 now. And you Isn't have- Randy a... Or oh, fourteen, 14. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're looking at, let's see, this becomes the 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 um Bill Russell Jordan, right? And, and this is where you can put yourself in a in in a buying right right now. Right. Keep going. So from a lot of those titles ain't meaningful titles. Some in of those evolution. In a lot of those factions you just listed off, I don't need some of the Usos tag team title runs have been more important than some of those title runs. So so when it comes to the Shield, I feel that applies much more. What do you mean? Them, like, no, a lot of those were just empty, empty, yeah, empty title, uh, empty title shield, runs. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I feel like fair, fair. So, so I would say it's, that I, I would say that I'm, it's a, it's a one A one B kind of situation as not. it stands from my perspective, right? Because I think that even when you pull in Sammy, if Sammy gets a championship run or two, mm-hmm. post mm-hmm. this, if they have the balls to put a title on Jay for a three month, six month run, mm-hmm. right? Then, yes. Is that absolutely necessary from my perspective? No. Because I, I take your point. Their tie team championship. See, you, are you counting what they've done pre-bloodline? Yes. Okay. But from that standpoint, then yes. See, you building the entire stance on this. Oh, okay. So, so you're, you're, you're talking from the standpoint of everything. The entirety yeah. of the career. Their existence. To, to, oh, no. oh, okay. No, it's the bloodline. Oh yeah, no, but yeah. I was. Well, yes, the bloodline is not yeah, close. Yeah, Sorry, say, you know I like to have I, semantic yeah. conversations. I, I like I but like I, to kind of get into the uh, nitty gritty and kind of no flush out but, why. But I agree with you. I agree with you. I I do feel if you look at it and you really think about it, I think the bloodline is the greatest faction we've ever seen. There's never from been a, from a dominant standpoint. It 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 has it the has, man has held the title for almost three years. Bro, they have unified. It's not only it's not only the it's, fact it's, that he's that, held the title for this long. They is the fact for this long. And it's the I think Usos of the as well. As well. You have the look at it like this. Mm-hmm. There's never been an amass or amalgamation of guys or a group put together that has dominated the landscape, not just of WWE. Yeah. The, the industry, mm-hmm. yeah. the culture, mm-hmm. yeah. like. 
I know we hold up NWA for everything that it represents. Mm-hmm. We hold up the Four Horsemen's for everything it represents. Yeah. We hold up DX for everything it represents. Ooh, but none of those groups have dominated the landscape of wrestling. Oh, no. Quite I, like I, this I, group. I will say this. When, when you talk about the greatest factions of all time, from an influence standpoint, the, the, this is the only reason why DX is in the conversation is influence. That is the only reason, I mean, right? They had a good run, no, no, bro. The set, no, no. But I'm talking about I, I, yeah, what they, what is known as the to, most definitive yeah. era of DX, which right. was Hunter, the Outlaws, yeah. plus or minus X Pac for a season, and China, and, and China. That run, and their, their 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 influence on wrestling is why they would be there and nothing else, right? They influence on the culture, yeah. Right, but I think you're right. When you look at this faction, they have influence on the culture. They have a dominance that's never been seen in any era of wrestling because you would have to imagine if Roman Reigns was around during, I can't remember which one of their champions had the, the belt for like eight or nine years or whatever it was, Roman would have probably had it for 20. Because having the title for almost three years in this era Shut up, Bruno. is yeah. unflicking precedented, yeah. Yeah. right? Like, there, this is, and, and you know what's interesting? He has been as absentee a champion in some spots of this run as Brock was. And the, you get, no, no, let man. me finish. And you don't get the complaints. You know why? You know you why? Get... Because you have all of this narrative thread that's not being only tied that, through. Not only that, you, you have, ready for this? You have the greatest faction of all time. You do. I, you I, have a saying. you have a group just, of guys yeah, yeah. that yeah, can carry a story. I, I, no, you can, you can literally throw the street profits into the narrative, which they did, and it worked. You can throw KO and Sami Zayn into it, and it could work. You could throw Triple H. You could throw Shawn Michaels. You could throw anybody. You even threw Brock and having to come face to face with Paul Heyman into that feud, and it still worked. Because this is the greatest collection. Of narratives ever put together by any company in this in, in, in this industry, you, they even you ran know. back the Usos versus the New Day during this it's run. What, I don't glad you said that because they even did war games. The Usos, they did, oh, war, they games. did, they did war, war games. They did war games. They did war games. You know how poor war games is to me because they brought in <laughs> they brought in Solo and that fourth man allowed them to do that fifth man. Sorry, allowed them to do war games. And I was and the whole Solo piece was that's like. We've been saying it for so long. It's like, for them to actually do it, really turn that up to another level. But that's the thing. And let's just... Go ahead. And the crazy thing about it, when I think about it, I feel like there's so much untapped with the bloodline that we have. It's so much more... See the problem? I I wouldn't even go there. I wouldn't go there. This is where I would go. There's so much more left for them to tell. The holdup is the belts. Like... For a company to move forward, you got to release the belts. But the story is not over. No. And that's the beauty of a quality faction. I'm so excited. Like, even after, after even after we had Ric Flair drop the belts, the four horsemen oh, no, still had stories I, I to think, tell. I think what you're going to have... I'm so excited to see where they I think what you're going to have is an even... Here's the thing. And, and I, I say this as a very wild take. <laughs> I think that we've only so okay. So let me let me preface it like this, right? One of the coolest parts of this story has been Roman when he feels like the people around him have failed him, right? Roman mm. in the paranoid, mm. unhinged, yeah. right? I don't even think we've scratched the surface 
of what yes. Roman Reigns could do. That's crazy. With that particular Thank narrative. So them coming out of WrestleMania, and I think this can go one of two ways. I think the most interesting route is if the Usos actually don't lose the titles, but Roman does. Because I think that then sets up the most interesting pivot in the story. Because how are you the tribal chief when you're the one that couldn't hold on to your belts? And then what does that paranoia look like? Do you end up costing them the tag titles later on down the road? And then in that regard, you have all of the potential splinters of the feud, right? Because you could have a run where you have Roman and Solo against the Usos. And then you could have where that then fractures again. And you have Roman versus Solo on like SummerSlam. Listen. That's you I going into so the highest right. point of the tree and trying to pick something. You've even, you've even look at the <laughs> low bearing fruit. <laughs> the low bearing fruits is this. Uh-huh. If Everybody he drops, no, if he the drops man. those belts at WrestleMania this year, uh-huh. and now the tribal chief title has to be passed on to somebody else in the family, and you have lowly Dwayne the Rock Johnson pop back up and was like, "Let me show you how it should have been Stop. done." Stop. You see where I'm coming Stop. from? Or Rikishi, or we actually see a tribal, I mean, I mean, a head of the table scene where they actually have a vote that comes to pass. So here's the thing. Yeah. So this is the thing. And I think, you know, it's, it's fortuitous in some ways that this was, this was staved off. When they had the trial of Sami Zayn, when they had the trial of Sami Zayn, what they were actually supposed to have was tribal court. Yeah. And it was supposed to be Rikishi and Afa, I think it was, mm-hmm. basically members of, because I think this is when they were preparing potentially for the Rock story, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the idea was going to be that you had the Rock, you had Afa, you had Rikishi, you had the older members of the family involved to have their say on what to do with Sami. But I think Rikishi was ill, Afa couldn't travel, yeah. and they couldn't pull it off, and so they just went with the trial, right. which was Heyman, that whole thing that went down. Um and and Jay interjecting the whole night, which was again very beautifully full told story, circle. right? It was a full circle because story. He was against it, right? Because he, he was, was against, against Sammy. Sammy, right? So I mean, it's fortuitous because now what you're saying, they have the door potentially open to do that because if you don't have the titles, you can't be the head of the table. And the head of the table is the most. We've learned that more than anything else, right? The head of the table the serves the purpose. Point. To carry, and you can imagine, just him imagine being the, head of the table is even more important than him having the belt. Not only that, him being the head of the table and losing those belts to Dusty's son. Ooh, mm. ooh. <laughs> you can ooh. imagine how 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 that would play over if you took it from the standpoint of we Very built this company, time. we had to come up off our backs mm-hmm. for people like Dusty. Mm-hmm. And that's who you dropped the bell to. Mm-hmm. You dropped it to that dynasty. Mm-hmm. That, that, that What is Cody's entrance music? That, There's that, more than, than one run. You can imagine you flip those belts to that family. Nah, bro. That's low-hanging fruit right there. That's you spinning this to a narrative without the belts mm-hmm. for another year. Mm-hmm. For The Rock to then get involved. For anybody else. In, for Solo to step up and say, I am supposed to be the next guy now. Right. You had your I, run. I'm, like, it's just so much more. I'm Again, so and this is why this is, in my opinion, and you can kill me if you want. The best people story. Listening, no, I, not no, even the best story. This is the best faction because it has so much more to give. There's layers. There's layers. Right. There's layers. So, and and, and I'll, I'll, here's why I'll, I'll agree with you, right? One of the challenges that a faction like the NWO had was that 
when they splintered and you had the wolf pack you had i think it was the the lwo like there were so many different things that that spun <laughs> off of it right why are you laughing i forgot the latin world auto shout out to hoover to it so no so when you look at it right you have you have you didn't have the layers yeah. to play off of when the nwo got to its nadir mm-hmm. right it kind of hit this this peak and it was literally just the wheels fell off from there right yeah. with dx you never really elevated anybody besides Triple H in that second iteration. Sean was already what Sean was by the right. time he teamed up with, 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 with by the time he teamed up with Hunter in China. Hunter got the major elevation out of that group, and then he flipped that into Evolution, where he then set the stage for. And this is why I would rank Evolution just as a fact that going back to that fact, I would rank Evolution over DX any day because yeah. they took Randy and Batista and elevated them to main event guys definitively out of being in that group with Hunter and Ric Flair, right? But even that, yes, they came back to that years years later by having Randy versus Batista, by having Batista versus Triple H. But that that doesn't hold the weight because when you have the in the moment that you could take a story that's been running now for two and a half years and potentially get another honestly year and a half out of it very easily by just manipulating the chess pieces just within that that circle alone mm-hmm. right and then isn't there another family member that's in new japan yeah mm-hmm. they have another brother right so you have the potential of bringing in somebody i don't know what his contract status is i don't know whatever that is but then you also have that wrinkle right mm-hmm. that if that contract comes up and he comes into wwe now you then have that to play into the middle of it. You still have Sammy as a connection point to this. Where the hell does Paul Heyman land as this thing starts to go off of the rails? Mm-hmm. There are so many narrative threads that come out of even just simply taking taking the titles off of Roman and or the Usos. No, factual. That's why I keep saying, like we've not even gone into the space. But that's of- why I say to me, I, 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 like I said, I, I I just even take it from. What is an unhinged, super paranoid <laughs> Roman Reigns tribal chief look like with the titles no longer? Yeah, in getting it, getting literally the table pulled from him. Mm-hmm. So to see that narrative play out is it's hard to top this. It's hard to say that there's anything, anything better. better. Yeah. So I, I just wanted us period. to set up the building box to understand how we got to this point. Right. The development in Roman that it took, the development of the Usos, the importance yeah. of Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. and to an extent. The inclusion of Sami the last six, seven months. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that came together to not only make, like I said, one of the greatest factions, yeah, the but answer, the right, greatest storyline. Even, so, even the insertion of Solo, right? So, it's Which just, it's, it's just, like I said, even when things are bad, they're good, right? So, they took, I think, because um, whichever one of the Usos can't stop having DUIs. Um, Why you gotta talk with Jade like that? They couldn't travel yeah. to the UK for the show with. with it wasn't the UK. It, it, it was the UK. It was the UK, it was the UK and it's Canada too. It's Canada. No, they went to Canada though. They got that sorted out. No, the latest time they went to Canada yeah, yeah. before they couldn't go to Canada. No, but in terms of, I, I was getting to how they introduced Solo. Solo, okay. right? So you had the match versus Drew, and everybody thought he was that. This is the interesting thing when we started to talk about Cody, right? In a lot of people's minds. There was no reason for Drew to not drop the title, the titles to, sorry, for Roman to drop the titles to Drew 
at Clash of the Castle. There are many wrestling fans <laughs> who thought that the man had it for either almost two years or two years to that point. This, this Drew is in his it's hometown. It's, it's you don't have the Usos there because they can't fly. And they just flipped it by having Solo come in and be the enforcer. Bro, I don't know why you yeah. say this because now it's making me remember how good of a match it. It was. Yeah. It's been. It's been. It's been a couple of matches, but the match against Drew that night, the match recently okay. against Sami, the I Quit match against oh, Kay, the first wow. match against, against Kale, the, the I Quit match. Yeah. I think at, Rum- at Rumble twenty twenty one. I want to say the bad. War Games match. It's the just War Games match. But that's the thing. I Shoot, listen, even I, the his match with Brock shocked me because I didn't expect much out of that. It's like, okay, we're doing this again. Hey, hey, hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The match with Brock was not special. That that was not in the right about. That match with Brock didn't show No, because the end was very, think of it, it almost seemed like Yo, they called to go home early that because of potentially, remember, that was the match where Roman, no, no, Roman came out holding his shoulder. Yeah. And it gave the appearance that the finish was rushed because he might have been Injured. dinged up, Injured. right? Yeah. So no, that it it was it was the good, finish was bad. The finish the match was, was the really. Good. That wasn't yeah. their best match. I wouldn't say that that was their best match. Give me a better match what? between Brock and Roman. The WrestleMania two years before. What? No way. What? No, Alexa, See, no. I got this. No, you. Nah, you being a wild boy. No, 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 You being a wild boy. That match that he had with Brock. You, the last match he had no. with Brock was definitely their best match. That's their best match. Finish aside, that's their best match. The finish at a WrestleMania match is very critical, though. <laughs> when the man unifying the titles. Well, I understand that. That's fine. But that's not their best but match. But I, oh boy, but that's, <laughs> you, <laughs> not, I'm not gonna take that. I'm not gonna take that. <laughs> like no, you say you was taking lead, so I, I, I give it to you. I can't accept that though because. Like, it's nothing in that much, uh, but it's not two years ago. It's actually one, two, three, four, because the year before that, it was the Taker match. Then it was the first Brock. Well, not the first Brock. The first Brock at Mania. Yeah, no. 19? No. 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 That would have been 2019, I think. Yeah. No. Nah, it's, it's the last one. It is. It's the last it, one. It, 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 it was. It, 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 had, it had the I Paul Heyman element. It, it, that was the best match. Right, that was the build where was Paul going to... Right, that was the narrative yes. that they were playing. Yes. yes. You know so what? that's why I Fail. say it was an Fail. excellent yeah. match. The finish Fail. was Fail. a little... Fail. Fail. Rocky, but yeah. it was an excellent match. Because the finish did seem rushed in some way. So, moving forward, like, we've talked about all the potential things moving forward for the bloodline, the direction it could go in. Mm-hmm. The question I want to finally answer before we bring a close to this podcast is mm-hmm. this. What has this done for Roman Reigns in the title of greatest of all time? This might report at me because I've 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 followed this narrative. I've followed this development. I have a lot of respect for Take. I have a lot of respect for what Sean has done. I have a lot of respect for Ric Flair. He is in some instances the father to this whole idea of what wrestling is. The greatest of all time. I gotta ask you a question. Go ahead. So I I could just I ask this with the most humility I could ask it. If you would go anyway. No, I just gotta ask you a question. Where does Take sit on your list? If you are a top five, it's taking your top five? Yes. It's taking your top four? Yes. It's taking your top three. Can we get a little heavy right now? <laughs> because what about to happen, right? Is it's taking your top three. No. So take us four. Yes, take us four. Okay, give me your top five. Right now my top From five. Five to one. Five to one. Whew. Five to one. I'd go Austin. Mm-hmm. I'd go. 
Takeout. You have Takeout 4. I'll take Takeout 4 for this reason and this reason only. Mm-hmm. I'll have to drop Sean out. You a wild boy. I'll have to drop Sean out. Keep going. Your Sean take- is... Hold on. I, no, I have, point. I, 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 I have to set it up. I have to set it up. We I have to set we it up. Go ahead, go ahead. If we're talking just pure wrestler, Sean is just give he's me top a, two, just, if not just, one. Just give me a list. Okay. Three, Austin at five. Yeah. Right. At four. The Rock. Okay. Cena. Okay. And Roman. Okay. And you know it's tough for me because I didn't have Sting in there. I, I know. I, that's, that's probably killing you inside. So for me to have the moves thing and 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 Sean out of it, mm-hmm. it's tough. Staying Sean and Brett. But see, this this way you run into the job because it's, it's it's the wrestler versus mm. the overall thing. Exactly. No, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Javon, what's your top five? Oh, five God. to one. Ah, <sighs> take her. Mm-hmm. Austin, mm-hmm. Sean, mm-hmm. that's three. It's gonna get dicey. <laughs> <laughs> I know we ain't on your list. Can't eat freaking Omega. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh man. Sorry, that was that was petty. Oh man. Rock Roman. Who? So Taker, Austin, Sean, Rock, Roman. Yeah. All right. So my list is. You going top to bottom? Top to bottom. Uh, bottom to top. Oh, sorry. So my list is. Rock, Austin, Sean, Cena, Roman. Wow. Repeat that for a record. Rock at number five. Austin at number four, Sean at number three, Cena at number two, Roman at number one. That's powerful. And I, I, I'll say this from the standpoint that obviously I lean more towards, in some regards, I lean more towards the, the wrestling side. Mm. Um, no, your favorite wrestler of all time is Sean. Yeah. Right. So you can't escape that. The problem right. we have here is... The number one and number two is now becoming more of a, you can't debate it. Cena and Roman has yep. literally put the company on their back to the most two most crucial periods. Yep. Now, you could argue what Hulk did. You could argue what Austin and The Rock did. But these have been, those two have been the guys. But that, 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 that three that remains, you went, Sean, you went, you, you took Taker out? How? He's the greatest character of all time. Well, if Sean is the greatest oh, wrestler, take is the greatest character. You know what? I gotta go Lecky on this. Wow! I gotta go Lecky on this. I really think it was, I, I I gotta have seen on this. Oh boy! I gotta I gotta go Lecky on this. Okay. I gotta go Lecky on this. So I. But it's definitive. We all agree that Roman Reigns is now the greatest of all time. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think I yeah. think that um that the the tagline they have greatness on a different level like that God mode thing, like 
That was perfect, man. You can't Shut up, Pat. That was perfect. You can't this is why Pat McAfee is essential to wrestle it. If you do anything WrestleMania related, put Pat on both nights. Matter of fact, just keep him out there by himself. He could call the commercial breaks for all. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like we need to also talk about Pat McAfee when it comes to that announcer role. He's done well. great things he, to the bloodline as well. Mm-hmm. He's the one who coined the phrase uh, main event J. Mm-hmm. He's the one who coined the phrase uh, the God mode. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is all Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. So we can't overlook that. Nope. But if Pat was full time, we'd be we. we Pat we, is actually we, we would so, be we so be we would be talking. I want to escape the, the fact that you. I'll go on a limb. Pat 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 McAfee is the Jim Ross. It's what I'm saying. Two Romans. Austin. It's what I'm saying. I can Absolutely. accept that. I can accept that. What I can't accept is your top five, and you know not <laughs> take care of it. You gotta understand, Rock and Sean were. My number one and two the for shows, a long time. Wow, okay. Sean has some of my favorite time, feuds. Right? I, I um, and so, Especially you know, leading up the rest of me. That, but that's, I, that's not the point of the conversation, yeah, right? I, but oh. I think the point of that was, where does Roman now stand at this stage of his career? Definitively. And I, and we can all agree and we can all accept yeah. that this, this feud has taken somebody, and I remember one of my first articles I wrote for 10YS is, mm-hmm. how the Roman Empire should reign. Mm-hmm. And the comparison I made at the time was, should it be, you know, unrelenting something villainous something you know yeah. stark and hard mm-hmm. and to see it become that and then to see what that could actually you look like on a week-to-week yeah. basis so you're not the false god you are a prophet but like sometimes it can be right yeah. shut up golden yeah. state that's the reason i got the name the warriors and the broad and come back <laughs> yeah. but that's a whole lot of story yeah. Yeah. but i do feel as though right? john cena did help us to get to this moment because i feel like they learned a lot from his his mm-hmm. title reign and and taking that leave to say you know what let's see how you do as a heel right. let's let's not keep you just pigeonholed to this one thing let's give you a broad spectrum and I think that's definitely helped Roman a ton and them making that leap. So yeah. to finish it up, it's safe to say we've definitively in the last two and a half three years seen not only the greatest storyline we could agree possibly the greatest faction. Mm-hmm. And we have yeah. now seen the elevation of somebody that was hated in the eyes of the audience for so long. Yeah. Now I mean, elevate himself to the greatest of all, the time? Greatest of yeah. all time. And uh, shout out Pat McAfee. He's in God mode and we all have to acknowledge him. Huh. I'm very interested to see how this goes into Mania. Yeah, I'm very excited to see. I'm ready to see the Black Lash for Mania. This may be my most excited Raw after Mania. They call it WrestleMania Backlash again, right? I think they call it Backlash. I think they've okay. dropped yeah. the WrestleMania Backlash. Because boy, I wasn't yeah. ready for that. Y'all got to WrestleMania for a whole month. I think I think they're referring to it now. Yeah, we, 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 we have the fast lane of WrestleMania. We have two nights of WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. 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 All right. But like you said, I, I think, you know, it's a perfect way to end it. It, it is, got, you know, greatness on a, on a different level, level. And we just have to acknowledge him. Shout out to the Tribal Chief. The one. Yep, y'all the ones. All right, so as always, thanks for listening. We invite you to like, subscribe, share, and we'll be back with our full WrestleMania preview. Um, the night before WrestleMania, I think, is when we're going to drop it. Yeah. yeah. So be on the lookout. We got y'all for the next three or four Fridays um, covering the lead up to WrestleMania. And There's two Fridays left, so we got y'all yeah. the next two Fridays. Yeah. Yeah, three Fridays. Because it's... Like, comment, subscribe, share. Let's go out of the night.